Welcome, welcome to Journey 365, Finding Balance with Dory Ann. My name is Dory Ann, and I will be working with you guys today. I am a certified health coach, um, holistic health enthusiast, mother of two beautiful, wonderful boys, wife to a wonderful husband, and I am also a daycare provider, a dental assistant, and an overall lover of life, I guess. So, um, I you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Balance Dory Ann, D O R I A N N, or you can find me at my website, which is www.balancedory.com. Um, you can also email me at mindbodysoulllc at yahoo.com. Um, and uh, I am a health coach out of the Minneapolis Twin Cities area. Um, I focus, um, I guess my, my focus is working with uh, women and children. And um, I, I also work with men um, who are dealing with hormonal um issues uh, or, or imbalances, well, uh, thyroid concerns, um, you know, irregular periods, um, infertility for women, and then also um, allergies um, for children specifically. Uh, I, I work with people who are also just wanting to make a change in their life um, to make healthier changes for themselves. But a lot of times when we're in a situation <laughs> where we're struggling with our health, uh, there's a lot more going on than just needing to eat better and exercise. Um, and so the way that I do my health coaching is I, I, I do have six-month programs that I work with people. I feel like those are the most um, beneficial for people who are uh, newer to changing up their lives. Um, but I also have what's called a electrodermal screening machine, which I use to help um, get a really good picture of the individual person and where they are in their health and help find um, nutrients that will best meet their need. I do not carry supplements. I do not rep a company for supplements, um, but I can give you a general idea of um, nutrients that maybe are not as available in your diet and help you find ways to naturally integrate that into your life. Um, how people choose to integrate uh, those particular nutrients is kind of up to them. We'll talk about the pros and cons and kind of help guide you to see what's going to work best for you. Um, I have clients who like to take supplements. I have clients who want to do everything through food. I have clients who kind of want to do mostly through food with a little bit of supplement um, to start off with. So it all just kind of depends on the person. Um, so I, um, you know, I go anywhere with, uh, I will um, go to the gym with clients and help them figure out a good wor workout routine. Um, I go to the store with people to help them pick out food that they um, 
how to find food on a budget that's healthy for them. I'll go to their house and help them organize um, their food or go through their food or read labels and different things. Uh, so there's a lot that I can do. I do health screenings with the electrodermal screening machine, which we would follow up with to see if there's any changes that are going on because their body's constantly going through different things. So that is what I do. Um, this podcast this week, I am specifically focusing on, um, right now, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that, um, food allergies or allergies in general is something that's, um, hitting close to home for me with my one-year-old and my, myself, actually my whole family has different allergies and it's kind of interesting when we have to feed us once in a while, but, um, So I have recently been learning more about, I mean, I've known about TED diets or total elimination diets over the years, um, something that I had to do to heal um, my my allergies and um, keep my allergies at bay. Um, But I was introduced to um, a new diet recently um, from, you know, I really thought that I knew a lot about allergy diets, and I really do, but um, I've learned so much more, and I feel so much more, uh, I feel blessed that I have been able to find such a community of people via Facebook to find information to help my son, and but also help me learn and grow as a health coach. So the diet that I want to talk about today is called the autoimmune, uh, autoimmune paleo diet or as we could call it, an AIP diet, an autoimmune protocol diet. Um, What does that mean, autoimmune? What is an autoimmune disease? Um, So eczema is an autoimmune disease. Hashimoto's is an autoimmune disease. Um, There's so many autoimmune diseases out there, but um, those are just to name a few. I happen to have both of those, so that's fun, right? Um, So basically what any sort of autoimmune disease basically means is that your body starts attacking itself instead of um, protecting it. And the reason that things like this can happen are um, one of the big things that can happen is what's called leaky gut. Basically, there's inflammation in the gut. And then um, if you are eating foods that your body cannot digest, um, it can kind of wreak habit on your intestinal tract and cause um, micro tears in there. And so when the food comes through your digestive tract, it can leak out, as we call it, leaky gut, leak out into the rest of your body. And your body, which is this amazing, um, it it can do these amazing things and everything works in a certain way and everything's expected a certain way. So, um, when these food particles end up in this part of the body that they're not supposed to, your body gets like, what are you doing here? Why are you here? And it tries to get rid of it. It tries to attack it. It's a foreign invader. Why are you here? You're not supposed to be here. You're supposed to be in. And so then you end up having these um, immune responses where you start to get inflammation because when you have inflammation, that's when your body's sending stuff there to kind of take it away, make it go away, make it go away. And so it's prolonged um, issues there. And so then when your body starts to identify that particular food or nutrient um, as a uh, an invader, then it starts to attack those things instead of letting it help your body because it ended up in the wrong spot. So what the autoimmune protocol diet 
does is it, it tries to basically um, reduce the inflammation in your gut and um, help you heal. So AIP, um, um, it, it has a couple different phases. So um, phase one is six to eight weeks long. Phase two is six to eight um, Phase two, let me get the exact um, time frame in there. So, so the first phase is six to eight weeks long. Um, what isn't allowed during that first to six to eight weeks during this diet is you are not allowed to have nuts, including nut oils like walnut and sesame seed oils. Um, you cannot have seeds, including flax, chia, pumpkin, sunflower, sesame, and cultry herb uh, seeds like cumin and coloner. Um, you cannot have beans or ligaments. This includes all beans like kidney beans, pinto beans, black beans, as well as soy in all of its forms. Um, you cannot have grains. That includes corn, wheat, millet, buckwheat, rice, sorghum, uh, rye, spelt, telcomet, oats, etc. Um, you can't have alternative sweeteners like xylitol, stevia, or uh, you can't have dried fruits or over-the-counter consumption of fructose. Um, you can have up to two pieces of fruit a day. Um, you can't have dairy products, you, you can't have processed foods, you can't have alcohol, you can't have chocolate, you can't have eggs, you can't have gum. You can't have nightshades. Nightshades are tomatoes, potatoes, peppers, eggplant, paprika, mustard seed, all chilies including spices. Um, no vegetable oils. Note, uh, olive oil, lard, palm oil, cultured grass-fed ghee and coconut oils are permitted um, you can't uh, you can't have culinary herbs from seeds which include mustard cumin fennel um, Rinkin Greek um, nutmeg dill seed and uh, you can't have tapioca either um, so we move forward because tapioca uh, you limit it for the first six to eight weeks because it's known a known gluten cross reactor according to certain labs so what is allowed during the first six to eight weeks is vegetables except for nightshades fruits limit to 15 to 20 grams of fructose a day which is like two pieces of fruit um, Coconut products, including, you, so you can have coconut products, um, including coconut oil, um, creamed coconut, coconut amarettos, um, canned coconut milk, with no added things like gargum or carrageen or BPA-lined cans. Shredded coconut is okay. Uh, this list does not include coconut sugar or nectar. Um... Fats are, that are okay are olive oil, coconut oil, olive oil, lard, bacon fat, 
cultured ghee certified to be free of casein and lactose um, fermented foods you can have is coconut yogurt kombucha water and coconut kefir and fermented vegetables um, you can have bone broth uh, you can have grass-fed meats, poultry, and seafood. Non-sea herb teas, or non-seed herb teas. Green tea and vinegar. So you can have apple cider vinegar, coconut vinegar, red wine vinegar, balsamic that has no added sugar. Um, sweeteners that you can have is occasionally and sparingly use of honey and maple syrup, like one teaspoon a day. Herbs are um, are all fresh and non-seed herbs are allowed: basil, tarragon, thyme, mint, oregano, rosemary, ginger, turmeric, cinnamon, savory, edible flowers. Binders: you can use grass-fed gelatin and arrowroot starch. Though you can watch the starches, however, if you have adrenal issues, such as myself. Side note, high food maps must dis, uh, may disagree with some of the AIP diet. For example, so I'm going to go into high food maps next, next podcast because I think that's important to talk about. And right now I feel like that's the most important thing you should do. Okay, great sources to consider... For the AIP diet, or for an autoimmune disease, is it, it's a disease that's caused by the, um, the tissues attacking itself, which we explained earlier what that meant. Uh, food is a powerful way to reduce inflammation and calm the immune system. Um, the diet is usually not enough, and specific protocols for gut healing and removing the IBSO and immune support supplements may be needed. Um, read this post. I'm going to be posting a little bit about it. Um, I recognize uh, you need to recognize that you need to do things uh, differently depending on how you feel. Certainly, um, the AIP diet is kind of where I I started out with an anti-inflammatory diet mm. for my son. Started out with an anti-inflammatory diet for my son, but um, then I switched to the AIP diet. Um, but as you um, saw in there, you know you can have meats and poultries and different things like that, and it just wasn't enough for my son to reduce just to that level so we took the AIP diet and we removed the fruits the bone broth the meats um, he does um, we added in a little bit of fermented foods um, and so we are on an extremely modified AIP diet at the moment, and crossed, crossed with AIP. AIP and low food maps um, diet is what we're doing for him. So 
that is what we're, we're, we're looking at now. So that's how it starts. Um, when they talk about gut healing protocols, um, that is something that you would want to work with a practitioner, either um, someone like myself, which is a health coach, or if you want to work with someone, um, if it's more of a general um, start with it, um, you can do that. Otherwise, you can work with um, other practitioners such as um, naturopaths or functional medicine doctors on gut healing protocols. Though I personally have done gut healing protocols and I've worked with gut healing protocols with other people and with dietitians, um, and I've learned a lot about them. I'm certainly very knowledgeable in regards to that, so something I definitely could help with if somebody needed that, if you were in the Minneapolis area and you're interested in having some electrodermal screening done. Um, so number one thing about the AIP diet is it's great, and it's a great, um, I think, outline in generally speaking generally speaking I think it's a really good place to start um, if you're not sure where to start but um, the, what I love about my practice and what I've been able to do is so certainly I started my son in an AIP diet generally speaking um, but as we all have heard if you've listened to that previous um, podcast he cannot digest protein he, he has allergic reactions to protein so the AIP diet allows for protein, but again, my son cannot have protein. How did we figure out he couldn't have protein? Well, there's a couple different things that came up for us in regards to that. Um, number one, his CBC came back with low protein in his blood despite a high protein diet, which means his body was not digesting the protein that he was taking in. Number one sign that there was a problem with his, um, his protein um, intake. Number two, uh, I used my electrodermal screening machine um, when we couldn't, we didn't have that answer from the doctor at that point to try and pinpoint the answer to our, to why he was in so much pain all the time and it came up with the fact that he was having um, a protein allergy to pork, chicken, turkey, and eggs all things that he was eating so um, along with 50 other things that he was having trouble with um, so it's really important that we understand that the AIP diet is really a great diet in regards to helping people with autoimmune diseases but um, it's a general um, slate of information for people that um, you know, some people are, in, and I'm not saying that my son will forever have a problem with meat. I'm hoping at some point his body will be healthy enough and be healed enough that we can reintroduce protein into his diet so that he will be able to um, digest it. And it's going to be kind of a slow process as we start adding foods back in. Um, so... My biggest thing is being aware that um, these, um, you know, I think they're great options on the internet, but we need to remember that we are all individual people. So what works for me may not work for you. What works for you may not work for me. And um, there's a hundred different ways to go about um, 
won't say 100 different ways, but there's plenty of different ways that you can go about figuring out exactly individually what your body needs. You can have, you know, like he, my son had that CBC done, and there was things that were off within the CBC, but they weren't, I would say, wouldn't say remarkably off, as one as someone put it. They were off enough to know that there was something going on, but it wasn't enough for the doctors to be like, oh my gosh, he needs to be hospitalized or something like that. It was kind of this, okay, well that's not quite normal, but we're not really sure why that's happening. And um, thank goodness for that te that that blood test that we had run, but also uh, thank goodness for the electrodermal screening machine to be pointing us in the right direction. Because I don't know that we would have um, ever thought that he was reacting to protein. And the doctors probably wouldn't have thought that either. So it's kind of this, um, it's, I'm really grateful that I had the opportunity. I mean, even in the, um, any diet that you choose, whether you do a food maps diet or an AIP diet, or you're doing an, an anti-inflammatory diet, or you're doing, you know, paleo diet, or you're doing um, a keto diet, or you're doing, um, you know, there's a hundred diets out there, hundreds, hundreds of, di of diets out there. Um, you know, there isn't necessarily a whole lot of, um, there's so many options. I mean, they, when they create these diets, they don't want to make them so limiting that people don't feel like they can eat. And oftentimes, people who are um, being put on these types of diets are not typically really young children. Though I find that I am grateful for Facebook and the many different um, groups that are on there to help um, health-wise um, that you can get into when you, you're going through this information. And I know that there is a lot of... Um, they call them mom groups or parenting groups online that you can join. Um, and you just really got to watch um, what people are suggesting to, to you in regards to what is best for your child. You have to make sure that you're in a group um, with people who are highly educated in the fields of nutrition and the type of um, issue that you happen to be going through because there can be some pretty um, wrong information provided. And um, it is not necessarily that people are trying, they're saying what works for them and what they know and from their experience. And it isn't necessarily wrong, but it may not work for you. And um, if you need to be kind of, I think the biggest thing that you can do to support your family and to support yourself is to be educated yourself in these areas. And I know not everybody is really interested in their health and healthy eating and all the things that I am. And I have to be honest, 10 years ago, well, I guess a little longer than 10 years ago, I was not interested in healthy eating at all. I was a terrible, terrible diet aide. I mean, I would... I mean, I remember I didn't have any money, and, like, I went to Costco, or was Costco, it was, like, Sam's Club at the time, and I got, like, that oatmeal, like, that big thing of oatmeal packages, instant oatmeal, and I brought that to work, and I literally ate two packets of oatmeal every day for lunch. 
and that was before I knew I was gluten intolerant. So every day for lunch, I had gluten, even though I, d I had no idea it was making me sick, and I thought I was being healthy. And every night for dinner, I would, when um, Cub Foods would have like your 10 for 10 deal, they'd have those banquet um, TV dinners, and I would buy like 20 of those, and I'd put them in my freezer, and so I would have two things of oatmeal for lunch, and I'd have a banquet meal for dinner and that would be like what I ate for the day and there's no surprise why I ended up and, and so I would spend like no money on my food but I would get like 24 pack of Dr. Pepper and I would drink five cans a day um, to keep my energy up because my body <laughs> wasn't getting nutrition and so I was super tired and that didn't last very long. You know, I could only, I pretty much sustained that for a year. Um, as an adult, after I'd bought my house and I went through some financial hardships with losing my job and <coughs> it was <coughs> an experience for me um, because my body was already pretty sick from my food allergies for my whole life. And <coughs> when I did that for that year, my body tanked fast and hard and there were so many other things going on that I didn't realize were happening that I just I mean I just didn't take care of myself I didn't think I needed to I was 22 years old I didn't know how to take care of myself I didn't know what was healthy and what healthy was uh, was at all and um, gratefully I got I had I got a job in a holistic dental office um, and I was able to learn from patients, from my boss, from my co-workers, from <coughs> seminars, and I just had this amazing experience where I got this job that was like, I was like a godsend for me, because they totally changed my life. I don't know where I would be without it. I am completely in 100% um interested in that, especially considering um, it fell into my lap at exactly this, the right time when I got sick and I was able to do all this research and I was able to learn from all these different practitioners and do all these different things and I honestly, in many ways, I'm probably here because of the change in my lifestyle. I don't think I could have sustained the lifestyle I was living up until that point. So, this kind of lifestyle saved my life, in my opinion. Um, you know, I shudder to think where my life would be if I hadn't made the changes in my life. So, um, that was my extra tangent of that. But ultimately, um, I just want to say that if you live in the Minneapolis Twin Cities area or you're friends with me, and you and I, I try to not talk too much with people out in public. I get together with my friends about my business or what I believe because I don't know too many of them that actually believe along the same lines that I do um, in regards to health. And I just want to say, if you're listening to my podcast, number one, Thank you for listening. Number two, if you are interested in learning more about what I do, feel free to, you know, send me a message via Facebook or um, Instagram, Twitter, 
um, any you know email call me if you know my number um, I'm happy to sit down and talk to you about what I know and what I can do to help you know see if I can help you because ultimately my job and my every day of my life I have an experience I feel like that um, points me down the direction of helping people um, find health um, I find that I find myself super um, I can get angsty a little bit when I see things people are making a choice to not uh, be healthy and the thing is I allow I think people shouldn't live their life the way they want to live it so if you don't want to make a change in your life that's okay with me but I want people to understand that for every choice we make there's a consequence it can be a positive consequence or a negative consequence and um, kind of flustery a little bit when it comes to like food so let's say you wanted to eat super healthy or you don't want to eat healthy like you're like I really want that chocolate bar and you know you make the choice to eat that chocolate bar and in that moment it feels that that stress that need that deficiency in your brain and it makes it feel good um, and then you crash but like if you eat a candy bar all the time you're gonna get sick I mean there's no nutrients in a candy bar and that's really interesting I was working with a client this weekend and um, we were going over you know she's she's in a six-month program with me and we're going over diet and she mentioned that she gets this urge for chocolate all the time and um, we also were talking about how she was getting leg cramps and um, I was like oh I think that you should um, consider upping the magnesium in your diet whether you want to take a magnesium supplement or if you want to add, eat more magnesium rich foods and um, this particular client is more apt to want to get the nutrients in through her food than she would through a supplement which I completely understand and I I support that 100% if your body is able to absorb those nutrients then absolutely get it through your food and so I sent her a like a meme of high magnesium foods and what's interesting is one of the high magnesium foods is cocoa so her body was saying to her without her knowing what her body was saying to her was saying I need more magnesium need more magnesium and um, her brain was giving her the signal that you should eat chocolate so you can have more magnesium except the chocolate that we buy in the store that's like an M&M or a chocolate bar isn't cocoa really it's full of other processed sugary things that takes away the nutrient value of cocoa and so I thought that was really an interesting moment it's the realization that when you are craving a sweet candy type thing is it really the sweet candy type thing you're looking for or is there a, a natural food that's very similar to that that was created in food science that would um, be what your body's looking for so a lot of times this time of year people um, at least in Minnesota um, you know sour bitter foods are the more uh, opt of a food that you should be eating in the winter 
and um but i just thought it was really interesting like people maybe uh are like me i tend to crave crave sour things um but am i really craving like a sour gummy worm or am i like craving like a sour kraut you know so it's that um your body has been tricked by food science to think that when you want something sour you're going to go for the sour gummy worm let's say versus sour as in like soured foods or sour apple or you know what I mean that has the nutrients you're looking for so we need to be very aware on a personal level which is really hard to do in our society to realize that when our body is specifically requesting something that is requesting something specific in nutrient value that it's needing and it's really hard because our brains have been tricked through food science to crave something else that tastes just like that nutrients but it's not that nutrients so then you go for the food science one because it tastes like what you need but it's not what you need so we have to understand ourselves specifically like if you are tired all the time because you stay up late or because your kids are up all night and you get up in the morning and you're so tired the only thing you can cr you crave is coffee and and um caffeine you probably your body isn't really needing the caffeine your body needs the caffeine to continue to going because you're addicted to it but what you really need is more sleep and if you're having trouble sleeping there could be some other nutrients that are off within your body that you could tweak a little bit which would help you sleep better and then it would make your cravings for caffeine less so it's a cycle of understanding exactly what it is your body is looking for. And you can figure this out by, you know, researching it yourself via the internet. You can figure it out by listening to podcasts like mine. You can figure it out by working with health coaches such as myself. I'm in the Twin Cities if anybody needs me. Um... Otherwise, you can work with a naturopath, a functional medicine doctor. You can work with a chiropractor, an acupuncturist, a homeopath. They all have their, their modalities, of an herbalist. Um, they all have different modalities um, of how they help you. And what the information is that they give. Which is I'm not really stuck in one way or the other. I'm not a homeopath. I'm not a chiropractor. I'm not a massage therapist. I'm not an acupuncturist. I'm not an herbalist. I'm not, did I say homeopath? I'm not a homeopath. I'm not a doctor. I am a person who has experienced every one of those different areas of healing. And what I can do is I can help somebody see where they are in their life, see what the imbalances are in their body, and help them decide how they want to go about helping them find balance in those areas. There is so many different ways that you can do it. And I would never tell you that there is a 
be-all, end-all way of doing it. I am a believer that food is the number one thing that can make a difference in your life. But like I said, just like the AIP diet, which is a fabulous option for people with autoimmune diseases, there's always that chance that there's something that is okay to eat that isn't okay, and something that isn't okay that would be okay to eat for you. And that is why I use electrodermal screening to help my clients have a personalized diet available to them that they know what their body can handle in the moment and what their body can't handle in that moment. And they can see specifically the areas of their body that are struggling and they can s support those specific areas of their body and help find balance there. You can do it through food, you can do it through different types of exercise, you can do it through homeopathy, you can do it through herbalism, you can do it through acupuncture, you can do it through chiropractic, you can do it through massage therapy, you can do it through regular therapy, you can do it potentially through allopathic medicine, you can do it through, you know, herbs and supplements, and you can, you can do it through food. I mean, the list can go on and on and on and on about how you can take care of yourself and how you can find balance. But the quickest, in my opinion, and fastest way to figure out exactly what you need to do to get there is by working with a health coach who has the ability, or a practitioner, any practitioner, that has the ability to Figure out exactly what your body needs. I am blessed to work to be in a community with women that a lot of women um, that are natural minded. There's quite a few good, great practitioners in our group of people that um, work very hard to help people, such as myself. And I feel like. Um, I almost I feel a little bit um, intimidated a little bit by them because they've been doing it a lot longer than I have. Um, not in regards to how the information that they have, but as an individual practitioner, I've worked for practitioners. I've worked to learn with practitioners, um, but this is really um, the last year and a half has really been the beginning of me being a practitioner myself. And so uh, having the self-confidence to go out there and say, I know what I'm talking about, even though I do know I know what I'm talking about, and feeling that people will listen to me and say, I understand what she's saying. She knows what she's talking about. I will trust her to help me make my decisions. Um, that's the one thing that I hope and that people will get from this podcast is that my number one goal is to help you. If you aren't ready to be helped, it's okay. It's your process. It's your journey. Some people can do this on their own. I mean, I I mean, I mean, had practitioners in my life along the way, but a good portion of what I've done has been on my own, my own research, my own journey, you know, and it's been a journey. And in the journey, you have these forward processes, and then you have a couple steps back, and you have the forward processes and a couple steps back. It's like, it's never just a forward, forward journey, 
Um, it's a little bit easier when you have the support system like a health coach such as myself, but it isn't always, you don't always need that. Um, sometimes you just need a group of like-minded people to bounce your ideas off of. Sometimes you, you need that one-on-one -on -one information from somebody um, to really get started. Um, so there's so much that can be done and, and so much to be, to be said. So if you know of anybody with an autoimmune disease uh, or eczema or FPAS or an imbalanced kidney stones, um, you know, liver issues, gallbladder issues, um, you know, like asthma, skin, hormone, thyroid issues, anything like that, um, the, the, what I do would help them immensely as a health coach, help them kind of pinpoint with my device exactly what's going on in their body, give them an idea of um, where they can go with that. Like I said, I am not a practitioner, so I will not be treating necessarily that, but I will be pointing you in the right direction if you want to make different decisions on where you want to go. And you don't, it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm saying you need to go see another person to get your help. What I'm saying is I can help you get the information you need to make an informed decision on whether you feel this is something that you can do on your own um, with the support of a health coach or if you feel like it's something you want to work with a different practitioner with. So that's our podcast for this week. Um, if you are interested and you live in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area or in Minnesota in general or Wisconsin if you want to drive on out to see me, that's okay too. Um, Feel free to contact me at my website at www.balancedori.com, and um, or you can uh, you can email me at mindbodysoulllc at yahoo.com. And you can also follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at at balancedorian d o r i a n n. Um, to keep up to date on different special offers that I have. Like I said, coming up in the next couple weeks, I will be working um, one Saturday or Sunday morning a month uh, out of Grab Green Maple Grove doing inexpensive scans for people. If you want to just come up in a non-threatening uh, manner or non-threatening like way where you're not worried about you know, having this one-on-one -on -one interaction with me, um, you can do that. Uh, otherwise, I will be available uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or I do, you know, appointments in my office uh, for scans and consultation appointments. You can send me a message through my website or Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, or through email, which I've all given you those ones for. So I hope that you all have a wonderful week and I look forward to speaking with you guys next week. Um, next week we're going to go a little bit more into what food maps are and what it's all about. So I will talk to you later. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.